Hello everyone, it is your host Thomas Larson here with another interview live in person. Our guest today comes from California, she's a California native. She attended Arete Preparatory Academy, which no longer exists and goes by the name, the new name, Qualia. Please welcome Olivia. Hi. Olivia, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Thomas. How are you? Doing pretty good. It's good to have you on this podcast. Good to be here. Awesome. So, uh, oh, Olivia, what's your last name? I didn't ask. Homan. Homan. Mm-hmm. All right. Olivia Homan, everyone. Or Ollie. Or Ollie. Either one. Do you want me to call you Ollie? Whichever one you want. I'll call you Ollie. That sounds cool. There you go. So, Ollie here. What is your major? I'm a music major. You're a music major? Mm-hmm. So, what does that entail? Um, lots of music, as you can imagine. I'm a music major here at LMU. Um, oh, yeah, at Loyola Marymount University. Yes. I forgot to say that. There you go. Perfect. Um, I'm a voice concentration at the moment, so it's a lot of singing. Um, it's a lot of... Our, our program is a lot of classical music, which isn't my favorite, but it's certainly very interesting. Um, so it's a lot of learning like the technical side of things and then applying that to your performance. Interesting. So when you say the technical side of things, what does that um, kind of focus on in the, uh, you know, you're focusing on voice? Mm -hmm. So we all start out with music theory. So like the first two years are pretty baseline for everyone. And then it transitions to your focus. So for me, it entails a lot of like one-on-one vocal lessons as well as like, I know that there's an opera workshop, choir, just learning how to use your instrument um, in the classical genre. So, um, learning how you, that's interesting. So what kind of, you know, you said you're, uh, you're not really into classical uh, genre. So what genre are you more focused on outside of school possibly? So I actually grew up singing rock, um, mostly classic rock. I went to a program whose main focus was getting kids on stage. Um, So I grew up with a background in rock and that kind of transitioned into me doing a lot of jazz and blues. So when I write my music, it's rooted a lot in uh, in jazz and blues genres and it kind of slowly transitions to like a popular contemporary feel. Awesome, that's really cool. So you're um, so you write music outside of school? I do. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a uh, uh, I don't. We've had one music major on this already, and she talked about her kind of journey into becoming a music, you know, songwriter, singer. So what got you into this music um, ordeal? So. I actually really wanted to be a calculus teacher, like when I was younger, (laughs) believe it or not. Why specifically calculus? It started as math teacher, and then when I started calc, I was like, this this is it. I'm a very weird person in the sense that, like, math is my subject. Um, And then as I started performing more and more, I realized, like, this is where I feel at home. I always say that my backup plan is recording those math songs that, like, you listen to in elementary school, you know? <laughs> um, perfect co- combination of the two, uh, exactly. two ideas there. Exactly. So as I started performing more and more, I realized, like, it's where I felt at home, and that slowly transitioned into me writing my own music because 
I was on stage, you know, singing everybody else's music. And when I went home to write, it just, it felt right. It felt right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. I mean, um, you know, it's always good, and that's a very important thing that I've now talked about a few times on this podcast and other guests as well, and you're um, a testament to it of finding something that you feel is right for you, you know, mm-hmm. and something that feels really, as you said, at home, you feel at home, whether that's a university you're attending, the major you're going into, or your, you know, your career, your passions outside of your uh, school and major, and um, no, it's just really important, and I'm so glad that you were able to find that at a, uh, what time did you start, like, what age, like, where did you I start singing? I started singing when I was really young. Um, my elementary school had this thing called Kid Cella instead of Coachella. Kid Cella. Yeah. So it started like when I was around eight in second grade. And then middle school is when I started performing more and more. And then finally, you know, in high school when it came time to start thinking about what or where I wanted to go to school, what I wanted to major in, it clicked. You know, you, you found it right as you were going through that huge transitional period because, I mean, that's, it's a scary time going from high Definitely. school to college and then wondering, like, man, what am I going to do? And mm-hmm. once you find that thing that you're like, man, this is really good. This is, I, I feel at home. And you not everyone does find that thing right before college. Some people find it, you know, the, the semester before they graduate, you know, like mm-hmm. it's it's not the same for everyone. But once you find that, it's awesome. Yeah. And what a... Yeah, what a great place to be, though, for the music and the arts here at LMU. Exactly. How have you uh, found your experience here so far uh, in the classroom and the uh, resources that they provide for you in your specific major? I've had a really good time so far. I, of course, went to like a very small, like personalized high school. So the transition to college for me was always going to be a bit of a difficult one, but especially with my major, like the biggest class size that we have is like 16. So I'm lucky enough to be in a place where I can get some really hands-on learning, um, some nice accommodations if I need them. And it's been pretty smooth sailing, especially in the music department. That's really good to hear that you were able to, you know, uh, get into this department and help the transition, you know, from, small high school to, you know, kind of a, it's a big industry, the music industry. 100%. So having that bridge of the small class, uh, classroom communities that help you, um, you know, kind of really focus and not get lost among the people. Because I know some of these like uh, classes that I'm in, you know, you're in a lecture hall with like a hundred people and, you know, it's not very focused on you. You're learning general stuff and, um, some people may be more inclined for that and want to get lost and you know everyone to each their own everyone does their own thing but in your case for music and uh, what kind of the industry you want to go in it's very self-focused and so that's awesome that you're mm-hmm. able to find that that LMU offers such a nice uh, accommodations for that yeah it's really great um of course like I do have those like core classes where you know 100 plus people depending on what class it is, how popular it is. But like you said, in the field I want to go into, it's really great to have such a nice program for that. 
I know that they're expanding on it right now and they're adding more of a contemporary music like production type program which I'm also very interested in so I'm excited to see how that goes that's awesome no that's really cool so I gotta ask have you uh, been in a part of any of the musical theater here on campus or a part of any music groups whether it's acapella or I know know there's a couple music groups I don't know the off my top of my head but I know that there's a few out there I haven't Um, I am in the choir which is required for my major Um, I'm not the biggest fan of choir like I kind of have a personal vendetta against it (laughs) but it hasn't been awful that's good right Um, there's a good sense of community there's really nice people there and I do have quite a few friends who are in like the acapella groups I know a lot of theater majors that are in the musical theater program and a lot of music and non-music major friends that want to get into that that's awesome yeah um what a great opportunity and uh I know you may have a little bit of resentment towards it but I mean I'm sure it does help um you know practice and hone your skills and but uh yeah and you know another sense of community here at school and kind of an easy way to make friends and you know Mm -hmm. talk to people with similar interests I think that's a great thing so have you found any other like extracurriculars or passions outside of singing that you have uh, continued to explore during college or kind of have um, you know faded away as you've gotten into the college routine here so a big part of my life is philosophy considering my high school was a philosophy based high school and what really was the selling point on coming to Loyola Marymount was that I could do both music and philosophy so you were a philosophy minor or double major I am I am declaring my minor this upcoming semester and depending on like my course load wanting to be a double major no way that's Mm -hmm. awesome yeah um i've kind of found a way to like intertwine the two a bit um like just taking my outlook on everything that i do in philosophy and kind of applying that to my music but it they are very different things and i do get to explore philosophy a lot which is a really big part of my life so that's really exciting that's awesome so that's a philosophy so i gotta ask who is your favorite philosopher because i'm in philosophy like the basic class for this semester for lmu's of the basic core classes and i'm actually really enjoying it i'm having a fun time with it so who's your favorite philosopher hmm okay it's a really hard question that I've gotten a lot. Um, I have my go-tos, like John Locke is one of my go-to philosophers. Classic. As well as Michel Foucault. But I'd say that my favorite philosopher is, I want to say it's a Jean-Paul Sartre. Um, it's spelled like Sartre. And I had a class in high school where like he was my main source for a lot of things. And I don't know what it is, but I kind of fell in love with him. Nice. Yeah. So uh, what is he, what's a, like one, one note that like strikes you from his work? Mm. I, the class that I was in was focusing on like the question of reality. And 
like a lot of people were like oh like we're in the matrix like what's happening and what really struck me about Sartre was his outlook kind of co-aligned with mine it was kind of like why do we care about what reality we're in um it would be a very long stretch if I went out and explained it yeah no I understand that but it's uh, yeah. very interesting um why does it even matter that's that's a good point mm-hmm. um well, we're running short on time here. Is there any last wise words of wisdom? I cannot prepare. <laughs> no worries. Just anything you would like to tell our audience today to sign us off here? I mean, you know, any advice for either high school students listening in or some college students who may be struggling with their major or their mm-hmm. personal life in college? I'd say definitely follow your gut. Of course, like there's a lot of deciding factors that go into what major you want to do, what you want to pursue like in your life. But I really just followed my gut. Of course, I'm lucky enough to be someone who can do like what they want to do. I don't really have to worry about, oh, like what pays the most. I'm lucky enough to do that, but there is space even Let's say you're a business major, there's space for you to do other things as well. So pursue what you want to pursue. I mean, that is some great advice, and that's some of the best advice anyone could give uh, for future college students and for college students now. I mean, it's it's an important lesson, and uh, thank you so much, Ollie, for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, please, uh, to our audience, look out for Ollie in the future. Listen to her music when it comes out eventually. Uh, keep an eye out, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Ollie, for being here. It's our pleasure having you on, and we'll see you guys next time.